Today on the show, we welcome in Miss Erin Jones. Erin founded the Divorcee Dish in early 2022, inspired, plus exhausted, exhilarated, along with an array of many other emotions from the trials and tribulations of her own divorce. Like many out there, she initially believed she married the love of her life, but has learned since how important it is to share her story from life after divorce, kids in divorce, and dating after divorce, and much, much more coming up for you right now. Welcome into season three of the Young Dad Podcast, presented by Ball Boy Media. The Young Dad Podcast is hosted by the Young Brothers, Jay and Aaron. And so you know it's about that time to pull up a chair, don't forget your juice box, don't forget your snack, and come talk with us. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you to our live studio audience. You guys are amazing. Welcome into this week's episode of the Young Dad Podcast. I'm Jay, and not with us today is co-captain A.A. Ron. Um, However, joining us is Aaron from the Divorce Dish. Aaron, how are you today? I'm good this morning. How are you? I'm good. No one ever asks me how I am. I ask other people all the time, so I appreciate that. Yeah. Everyone needs to be good. True. (laughs) Or be honest. True. True. All right. So I gave a little bit about you in our in our intro. Uh, okay. But a little bit more about you here. Let me you fill in the gaps. I'm going to give my rundown of you from all my stocking of you. Um, okay. Prior to, prior to everything. So Erin okay. has twin girls, Amelia and Emerson. Um, yes. And she also has Campbell. Yeah. Another child, right? My son, Campbell. Yep, your yep, son. My okay. son he's She's a... from Louisville, Kentucky. Yes. Correct. Correct. Okay. Um, along with being a divorced woman, advocating, you also founded um sorry, I mixed In up my words here. Yes. Uh it's a national he's also the founder of the nationally acclaimed In Mode Marketing LLC, established in 2010. She's also a charter member of the United Strategies Public Relations, an international network of public relations and marketing communications professionals for which she represents the Commonwealth of Kentucky and is a long-term senior consultant with the Institute of Crisis Management, one of the first crisis management consulting firms in North America. Erin is also an accomplished speaker and media training professional with an impressive resume of public speaking engagements at keynote marketing-related events across the nation. That's everything I was able to find about you. So Erin, fill in all the rest of the gaps for us. Tell us about you. Yeah. Okay. Um, so founded in mode, um, 2010. So 13 years later, still working with a, a variety of clients and keeps me hopping. Uh, last year I decided that I've been divorced for almost four years and I woke up one day and I said, I there's not a big, a great resource for divorcees out there. It's all kind of stretched into so many different areas. So um, I woke up and I built a website (laughs) and started writing. So 
one of the things, you know, with the divorce dish, it was just, there were so many, there's so many things to talk about. And then um, towards the end of December, somebody, somebody said, you should put that in paperback because people are going to want to read everything at once. So I published my first book. In the meantime, I've also been writing children's books. Um, so I write a series called Susie and Johnny Grilled Cheese. And um, those are based off of adventures that I told my kids as we were as they were growing up at bedtime now um i have yeah twin 17 year olds who are very busy and oh don't mm-hmm. don't hear bedtime stories anymore and my son the same thing too busy um but still he helped me create the characters and drew them out and brought them to life so we have we're gonna have 12 books out there Um, and currently we're um recording new uh content for divorce edition and it'll be an audiobook oh wow okay yeah very cool yeah so how so take us through you know some of the things that got you to today you said you've been divorced for four years now, five years? Four years, yeah. Four years um, now. And what got me here today, let's see. Uh, so born and raised in Kentucky. Mm. Um, I went to Western Kentucky. I'm a hilltopper. Highly recommend it. And I tell my girls that because they're looking at colleges. Um, and then I uh, just found internships. So I worked for the Kentucky Derby Festival for several years. And then um, I worked for whole, I launched Whole Foods Market in the region here, um, which was unheard of. And I had known of it because of just I'd been to different cities and always loved it. Mm-hmm. So um, launched Whole Foods, then got, got uh, recruited to go to a startup. And I went there. Meanwhile, all these years I've been working on and off with the X Games, um, traveling to different cities when it early on. Once mm-hmm. I had the twins, it was like no more. <laughs> can't, yeah. I can't travel. Uh with you know, for those long periods of time. Um, but it's been an awesome ride experience and um I the startup was an amazing experience. And then when the startup kind of wrapped um, due to funding, about five days later, I started in mode marketing and have been growing ever since. Um, and then I've always wanted to be an author. So I, I said, I'm going to do this and I don't know how. <laughs> but yeah. I'm going to do this. Yeah. So um, found some help, um, some direction on how I'm supposed to, you know, pull this all together. And being an indie author has been really interesting because, you know, you're not picked up everywhere as easily and mm-hmm. you get a lot of rejection. But yeah. the blog, um, between the blog and the book now, there is some pick up. Yeah, the blog's been very popular. and. Mm-hmm up to upwards of 40,000 people reading. Um, yeah, which 
yeah. So I, so that's why I keep adding and using resources there because um, people want to know stuff. They don't know what's going to happen to yeah. them or there's so many different situations and mm-hmm. divorce and dating and everything else is so different than yeah. it was, you know, I mean, now I'm in my late forties and I, I'm like, I don't even know what to do here anymore, you know, yeah. but I do gather good content from all the stuff that I do. No, I bet. Yeah. yeah. No, great content. Great content. Yeah. Dating, the dating life, like dating today. It's so, it's so crazy. And like, it's even crazier to think that, what is it? One in two marriages and a divorce in the country yeah. now. Yeah. And that's a United States problem. Pretty yeah. much an isolated United States problem now where other countries in the world don't have that. No. They just they just don't. They have like a maybe like a one in four, one in five, one in right. six, or even lower. But it's like at least a one I wanna say it's at least like a one of four, one in five, like minimum like highest. And then it's yeah. down from there. Right. Which is just like crazy. Yeah. It blows your mind like and I just recently wrote a blog on is a divorce a trend? And it kind of is dependent on when you got married. Yeah. Um, and a lot of people focus on their careers and then mm-hmm. settle down and are having children later. And, you know, I have a, a couple friends that had children in their late forties and, you know, that's stressful. I mean, I couldn't imagine having my children. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, no, I, I agree. I got asked that at the gym the other day by one of the guys at the desk, he's young um he was asking me randomly like what do you think like what age did you have your kids I'm like I had mine at 20 how old was I how old am I now (laughs) that's how I am 20 21 22 is when I had my first kid yeah like I was super young yeah Uh, my ex-wife was 20 yeah two years younger than me like we were really young we were really young when we had our first kid and same for my brother they were also like 19, 20. Yeah. But it's like, I'm so glad I, I mean, now I'm almost 30 and stuff. And I'm like, I'm so glad I had them younger. Like I wouldn't have wanted to have them even now. I like think about it. Like if I get remarried or something or into a new relationship and she wants to have kids, it's like, well, like biologically, like I'm, I'm 30, I'm almost 30. Like my young quality yeah, but the quality still isn't yeah. isn't there, you know, because it yeah. dips off at thirty for both men and women. Like you're just, yeah, you just you just start adding risk upon risk, and then every year you add more risk and more risk and more risk and more risk. And it's like I don't want to do that. I don't want to like stress about that no. kind of thing. But I can't imagine like, well, I can because my ex wife's parents had kids in their late forties. Well, he's older. He's like in his fifties, and they had they have two kids they have like an eight and a seven or nine and a seven um and my oldest is six okay so she has an uncle she has uncles that are a year and two two years older than her that's that's crazy yeah wild it is wild it was um funny story about my sister was just in town and uh she lives in chicago and her daughter told her that she was the oldest mom in the school and she's seven she's like 
you're old mom and everybody else's parents are in their thirties and she's 41. And so her daughter's calling her out. She's like, great. That makes me feel awesome. Um, but at the same time, I mean, things have changed and then you had COVID and then now you have all these COVID babies coming out or people got divorced because they couldn't stand their spouse anymore. Um, being, yeah, that was a huge one. That was a huge one. That was a huge one. <clears throat> I think if um, your relationship was on the edge and then you're locked up together for, you know, a year or so. Any duration of that time. Yes. You, those little things. And I talk about in one of the blogs, like I had a friend early on telling me I'm getting divorced because I don't put the toilet paper the right way. <laughs> and I'm like, the toilet paper, is that it? And they're like, yeah, I'm like, Little the thing. whole thing, the whole thing's just bad after that. Yeah, yeah it's like yeah. you, yeah, because I mean, a lot of people were forced to really take a step back and realize, like, oh my gosh, that my partner does this and that, and right, I do this and that, and I never noticed all these things before because we're always like circling around each other. You know, we're right. always spending, and like the average couple now probably spends what maybe. Five, four to six hours together at most a day. Yeah, right. Tops. Of course, Tops. you're not only sleeping. Yeah. But like awake, like active, like maybe an hour or two in the morning, maybe a few right. hours in the afternoon. Like that's it. That's it, and that's probably enough for everyone. I, I mean. Yeah, but you only get know. so much. You only get so much interaction in that time because then you also, if you have kids, they're like that's where all your attention is. You're focused on them, and right. You're cooking dinner, you're doing dishes, you're doing laundry, you're cleaning you're taking the dog out you're doing all these things you're just you're busy even that time you you're spending together quote unquote you're still you're not together no i mean and a lot of the elements i think fall into the way sports are these days too if you do have children um mm -hmm. i mean i used to go to practice once a week we'd have a game oh, on the weekend sports oh my gosh and it, I mean, it tears families apart because you know, I recently had a friend ask me and she's much younger and has much younger kids. She said, should I get them into, you know, the traveling sports or whatever sport? Oh, they travel want. sports are a scam. Um. No, and I just said, you know, my, my, my girls have, and my ex-husband's a soccer coach. And mm. so they have just known that, you know, and yeah. that was really hard. I mean, yeah. all the all that travel and being mm -hmm. away and just being apart and yeah, it's hard. You know, I, I I told her I said no, just get them into recreational something so you all can still have dinner together. Yeah, because... just do the local stuff. You know, the local stuff is to a point today where it's good enough to right. to still get that. Like if they're good enough, they're going to end up making a high school team. Right, and if they're good enough to be on a high school team, they're going to get the exact same recognition than they are playing on those travel teams. Yeah, it's a, it's so. just a lot for parents and some parents are into it. I've just been one that I wanna spend quality time with my kids and mm -hmm. if it's possible and we're all we're all together in one house, you know, great. You know, and that's, sometimes that's quality time knowing that everybody's just here and not, you know, several other places. So mm -hmm. um, I just, yeah, the sports, um, for families is hard. So when COVID happened and then nobody's going to sports either. So there was no break. <laughs> There's none. There's none. nothing. There's no break from each other. 
yeah. And then you were teaching your children, which was frustrating because math, I mean, I, I have no idea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but I think all those pressures, but not only that, I mean, people again are getting married later in life. If they got married mm-hmm. earlier, more likely to divorce just because you grow into a different person throughout your twenties, I believe. Yeah. And then into your thirties. And Mm -hmm. if, you know, it's like, as much as you love people, you just, sometimes it just doesn't work out and that's okay. And, and people are scared, I think, and scared to go through a divorce or, um, what's that getting due to my children? Um, even though the children know, you know, that a lot of other friends and families are divorced, it's just, they never thought their family would. Yeah. But at the same time, um, what is better for everyone is what I always, you know, think about that. Exactly. What is better for everyone? Because when there's tension in the house and, you know, it's not that, you know, and we didn't even really argue. We just grew apart, you know? Mm -hmm. And, um, so that was an element that was confusing for my children, but I know it happens to a lot of families. Mm -hmm. What happened? We grew apart and I'm like, it happens with careers and everything else. Yeah. And that's just, that's just life. I mean, honestly, I am so, I, I always kind of knew, and this is weird. I've been having this conversation a lot lately over the last like couple weeks with a varying amount of people. Um, but I've been having the conversation where it's like, I always kind of knew that the divorce was going to happen. I always kind of knew. Even when yeah. we were like dating and engaged and got married and stuff, early years of marriage and stuff, I always knew. I always knew. It's just a matter of time. Um, you know, a lot of it really came you know, 2018, 2019, you know, we were real low and, uh, in our, in our marriage. And then we got COVID happened and then we had our second daughter in November, 2020. And then pretty much five months later, April, 2021, we were done. Yeah. So, you know, we were divorced with a three-year-old at the time and then a five-month-old at the time. Wow. And that's, you know, that's so difficult to figure out the schedules and everything else. I mean, even if you don't have kids and you're dating somebody with kids, you know, that's a challenge. um, Oh, absolutely. Um, And, you know, the whole dating world's changed. Um, Yeah. The sites are just, I don't even know what to say about them anymore. I don't even use the sites. I haven't used the sites since the New Year's. That was like a New Year's resolution. I'm like, I'm not, like, there's nothing here. Like, if I want to be a hoe, I could be a hoe. But I don't want to be a hoe right. kind of thing. Yeah, yeah um, I know. But it's just, it's all very shallow. It's all very, yeah. very, very shallow. Yeah, and it's funny because sometimes I do some research across the sites just to see, mm-hmm. you know, what's what's going on. And um, they start. there's a new one out there called Stir. I don't know if you've heard of it. I, I used, actually used Stir late last year. Okay. Um, for a little bit because I saw an ad for it on TikTok and I'm like, what the hell? Yeah, I've, right. I've exhausted all these other ones. What the hell? Why not try to, you know, someone that has kids, maybe connect. Uh, met this one girl. We connected. Um, we dated for about maybe like a month, month and a half or so. Uh, yeah. And then it just, then she just flipped the crazy switch on me. Not to like bash her or anything, but it was just no, like no, a, no. It was a I sudden can... like, 
it was a sudden like just out of nowhere it was just a snap and i was just like holy holy shit like i'm i'm out i'm out i'm out i'm done like i'm not i'm not dealing with this i'm just i'm not so well and it's hard because virtually how do you get to know people i mean honestly you don't you you don't like and it's like i don't like i have a girl at work she's trying to ship me with a couple coworkers. yeah we work in mental health so it's it's a little bit better comparatively to your normal work environment like we have two supervisors but then yeah all the rest of us we're all either therapists or coordinators or case managers or Mm -hmm. you know none of us have like a rank above each other in like a weird way that would like confuse anyone right kind of thing lucky for me i'm one of like three dudes and all my coworkers are after that are female most of my female coworkers are lgbtq Perfect. Or partnered already. And so I'm like, I'm just, I'm not worried about it. But I do have one coworker. Uh, she's trying to set me up with another couple coworkers. And I'm like, I don't really want to do this. Um, right. But the same time, we work? Work, we work far enough apart like mm-hmm. with, from each other where it's like, it wouldn't interfere with like the day to day. But I was like, I also don't want to do it. But really, there's, there's nowhere to meet people and it's really hard for men. One thing I noticed, I'm in a few men's groups on Facebook, dad groups, they end up, they all like, Oh, we're here to support each other. No, everyone bashes each other still. It's like, that, right. was, that was a stupid parenting decision. Like I bash people, yes, but, like, but not like in like a, like you suck at your being a dad, but it's like, think about it. Think about you right. taking away that thing or doing that thing you're doing. Is that going to make them respect you more? Or right. you build resentment towards yourself and they're going to be upset and they're going to find a way anyway. And then they're going to get in more trouble and keep rebelling and you're, spy- you're going to create a spiral at that point. Um, but the thing for me that I see in a lot of those, like when it comes to dating, it's like, I haven't done this in a while. How do you talk to a woman now? Yeah, you know, right. it's like, don't give them the secret, the secret sauce of be available, but not too available. But when they want you to be available, don't be available, but available. It's yeah, right. Like, I'm just like, I, uh, that's not me. Like if you, I'm, I'm going to be available if you, I'm available. Yeah. Like when I'm available, I'm available. I'm my kids every other week, you know, yeah. I fit, fit yeah. to stay with my ex. Well, like and that's the ex. thing with the schedules, you have limited time. Yeah. And you know, we're all asleep. adults, you know, we all have yeah. a life. Like we're all coming into this thing of a relationship or whatever we're doing, dating with a life. My life yeah, doesn't yeah. stop because of you. Right. I'm not going to stop going to the gym. I'm not going to stop my podcast. Like, yes, I should probably slow down in all the extracurriculars I'm involved in with my kids. I realize that I'm like two weeks out from two of them being completed and I am burnt out. Um, I'm just, I'm tired. I'm tired. Extracurriculars, they take a lot of life out of you. Um, Like kids are fine because kids have endless energy. Um, Parents do not. <laughs> but it's like, I don't want to go and talk to all these people and interact with all these parents on a regular basis. Yeah. It's like, as much as I love you, I just want to go to bed. <laughs> I, it's like, I just don't want to be here. Like, yes, I want to be a parent, but yes. like, I feel like I can't even be a parent because I need to be doing something and involved. So I'm definitely yeah. going to be taking a step back and kind of reevaluating some things there, but. Yeah. And you have to, I mean. Exactly. I, did that a few weeks ago I was, said to myself I'm, you need to slow down you need mm-hmm. to take a step back you need to assess you know how much time you're spending 
on certain things. And, you know, I am all a huge advocate for self-care. Yes, so absolutely. there are times that I'm just like, I'm checking out for 45 minutes and I just lay down and, mm. and give myself that peace and just calm, calm, you know, not, not that I'm like jittery or anxious. I just like, I'm done. I, mm. I need to reset. And it could be at any time of day. Um, but I I always tell people that you must breathe. You must take care of yourself. You have to. Um, you're not doing yourself any good. Just go, 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 go. Yeah. And, you know, parents volunteering at school. I would love to do that. Don't have time for it. You know, I mean, yeah. and, you know, I can do things every once in a while, but I've not been one of those active parents. I mean active and involved in everything my kids are doing. But if I was to contribute to the school as a whole, that's another thing, you know? And so yeah. it's like, you work these things in and how do you make them work? Yeah. Um, so I, you know, I, it's one thing that I try and tell people, are you breathing each day? Yeah. Are you, you know, <laughs> yeah. you stopped to take a breath? Yeah. Have you stopped to drink some water? Have you stopped to eat something? Because yes. I feel like, it's just, it's really, really bad at dad culture, like father culture. It's really bad to where every dad's just out there like about hustling and grinding and earning more and making more and doing more and doing all these things and being this person and meeting all these unrealistic expectations and going to this point that's mm -hmm. not realistic. That doesn't make right. any sense to anybody. Doesn't even make right. sense to them if you ask them, why are you doing this? Well, I'm I'm supposed to. It says who? Who's saying you're supposed to now? Right. No, no one says you're supposed to. It's like you aren't like you say you want to be a better father. You want to be better. You want to be there for your kids more. So then be there for your kids. Be present. Right. Show up. Start showing up. You know, yeah. let go of something. Do something different um, kind of thing. And don't don't overdo it like you're you're trying to meet these expectations they're unrealistic and you're never you're never going to meet them and you're just going to keep failing you're just going to keep beating yourself up and oh yeah you're just going to keep pouring from an empty cup yeah like, well and it's same with you know the mom side of things and you know it's just trying to find that balance you mm -hmm. know me and my ex were pretty good together like with we had a sick child yesterday and he said, you know, I have to go to the office and, like, and I work from home. And, you know, even though I work from home, it's, you know, I worked till seven last night, but, you know, we kind of balance that out and say, mm -hmm. okay, which I feel lucky that we can do that and yes. just say, Hey, man, I, I have so much today <laughs> that, yeah. you know, and the child's homesick. So, and, you know, it's just, it's hard to be there for it all. And then my struggle, like as a single parent is like, do I give each kid enough attention? Yeah. You know, absolutely. when they are here, it's usually what's for dinner, which is like my, the bane of my existence question. Yeah, <laughs> because same. I, like, I, mean, I never thought that I would not like that. But one of my teenagers said to me, gosh, must be hard making dinner. every night." dinner every night i was like yeah it's not like something it's not something i look forward to yeah no <laughs> like let's just order out <laughs> like yeah let's I do anything else i i just don't have the energy for it looks like yeah, the chicken nuggets are going in the air fryer tonight 
Exactly. <laughs> Chicken nuggets and macaroni again. Um, or frozen pizza. I don't know. But it works. yeah. Yeah, it works. And and it, and you know, and I think doing all the things, keeping up with wherever you live and you know, I I struggle with mowing the yard, you know. <laughs> it's just mm -hmm. like just getting out there and doing it. And I mean, there's just so many tasks, but I have to, and especially working from home create that tunnel of vision of, okay, you are just going to work on this for two hours. So the best mm -hmm. way I itemize my time is just, you know, in my calendar, one hour in this client, one hour on this, one hour in writing, you know, yeah, just keep me. You have to. Producing you something. have to. I do. I do the same thing in my planner where it's like, I don't, I don't hour by hour it because I know what hours at work I'm going to be at work because I work at an right. office and whatnot. So that's a little, a little different there, but it's like, I, I consciously have to plan like what I'm going to eat throughout the week for like dinners and stuff. The weeks I have my kids, like yeah. Monday, we're going to have this Tuesday, we're going to have this. And then I have to think like, okay, what activities do I have with the kids? What do they have going on? So Monday, I probably can't do that. I probably need to do this because it's simpler, easier, faster, but I could do that Wednesday yeah. because we have more time and so on and so forth. And it's like, when am I going to go to the gym? Right. Well, if I have my kids in the morning, I got to do school routine in the morning. So then we have to go in the afternoon. So then that's going to push things back. So you have to think all those things through. But I have to be just very aware, like in my planner, like I have this going on tonight at this time, this at this time, this at this time. I'm going to go to the gym here. I'm going to do this thing for me here. Mm -hmm. I'm going to have create because I always have some kind of creative time at night. That's usually when I like to have mine in the yeah. afternoon, evenings, like after the kids are in bed, I could finally sit and just like relax just yeah. lay back, relax. I'll do something creative for maybe half hour, an hour, and then, yeah. you know, watch a TV episode for an hour. And then, and then I finally call it a night, but it's like, I have to do those two things to feel sane. Like you've accomplished something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah like, day. Could, yeah. like I could be accomplishing stuff all day at work because I work in mental yeah. health. So I'm always helping people, always helping That's people. Awesome. But it's like, I only can, I, I realize like I only can help so many people in a day, but I have to have, you know, my time to release all that energy at the gym. Like, Oh yeah. I mean, I eventually, my, I'm at my, my office in my house, but I have a Peloton to my left. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so it's like, okay, lunchtime, let's take a half hour to take a break. And mm -hmm. if I don't have any meetings or even if I do, you know, just look like you weren't sweating five minutes ago. Right. <laughs> take a break. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you do have to work those things in. And I think that as a single parent, every schedule is different. You know, mm -hmm. we do a two, two, three. So there's okay. a lot of juggling around. Um, and I don't know that that's the best schedule for us, but we've been doing that for a long time. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and as the kids are getting older, it doesn't, the girls can drive. And so it's not as that complicated but I mean parents are trying to you know if they work get in meetings and if you if you work work at home supporting your kids I mean that's 10 times more work I feel yeah because it's it's hard all day mm -hmm. they they suck energy out of you you adore them however you know however we're, hum however, we're human yeah <laughs> and, no exactly yeah. And it's it's hard. Like I do in every other week. So I have a full week at a time, Friday afternoon to Friday afternoon kind of thing. Yeah. 
Um, we switch. Yeah. We we started doing that um, like during the school year with our oldest being in kindergarten um, and stuff, and it's worked out because it's just an it's an easier transition. Sure. The other one picks her up from school on Friday, and then it goes right into the weekend. You have the whole weekend to transition and to re re get focused on different environment and then into the school right. week and then it all kind of flies after that so yeah and I think that that's healthy for the kids because they mm. know you know yeah. and it's funny because my mom was in town she lives in northern Kentucky and she they were her and my sister were in town and my sister's in Chicago um they were in town unfortunately for a funeral but um they're like do you have the kids I'm like yeah I do have the kids while you're here and then I overheard my mom having a conversation with my son. Oh, are you here tonight? You know, and he's like, no, I'm here tonight, but not. And she goes, oh, that's good. At least, you know. And he goes, well, tomorrow I'm with my dad. Oh, so on Tuesdays, you always know you're going with your dad. And he's like, no, it switches every week. You know, and Yeah. he's trying to coach her through the schedule. And I'm like, it's just, we use the Cozy app. I don't know. Cozy app's if, a really good app. We don't, we were yeah. using that for a while, but then I'm like, this is dumb i'm not paying for this anymore when we because yeah. she she had this whole like not phase phase seems really rude to say but this whole like period of time where it's like we're only communicating through this co-parenting app like i'm like grow the f uh, i swear it's my podcast i swear i'm like grow the fuck up like come on like we're adults like i'm done i'm not paying for this anymore i'm not doing this anymore yeah. like i'm not doing the calendar thing anymore i'm not sending you all this calendar stuff anymore like i'm not yeah i'm not doing it's it hard. like I will, I will text you like a normal person. I will call mm -hmm. you on the phone. If there's an emergency, I am. Mm -hmm. It was just came down to one day where it's like, I'm deleting this. I'm done after a yeah. couple months of trying it. And I'm like, I, I don't care. <laughs> like, yeah, you feel however yeah. you want to feel, but I'm not doing this. This is too much. This is ridiculous. And it's an add on. <laughs> it, yeah, it it's an add on. It's like, we were, we were communicating through text before now we're communicating through this now and it doesn't work for me if it doesn't work for one of us we shouldn't really be doing it kind of thing yeah and then moving schedules around really confused the kids and mm. we had gotten into you know okay dating uh my ex was dating and you know trying to get on the same schedule as her weekends and you know which mm -hmm. was totally fine and flexible but just you know then the kids are like wait a minute what <laughs> we're switching weekends and now you know we're back in a different routine but mm -hmm. it's all you know it comes down to the same there's just keeping up with it all is yeah. a challenge keeping up yeah. with it all and then you know it's it's not easy it's not easy especially no. when you're trying to move on with your life right and you're right. trying to have friends have a social life day or anything yeah. it's it's impossible um it feels i don't know for you your experience you mentioned stir you mentioned the dating apps um i'm sure you know when you're i've been divorced for about two years it two years now uh, right. and whatnot and just been a lot of swing and misses you know Oh, I can't even tell you how bad it is from a woman's standpoint. Um, how many inappropriate pictures I get texts. Oh I my. I have, yes. I was telling people that they're like, what? And I'm like, oh yeah. If you immediately go off the dating app, next thing you know, here comes a 
new picture. Um, mm. Not what you thought it was going to be. I don't, um, I don't understand how people like how men can just like feel secure enough just, to send those. Yeah. Like I, I don't, I don't send those because it's like, like, I, like it's not. I'm not gonna, <laughs> you know, a I'm gonna be thinking the whole time I'm sending that. Does like is it? what she like likes you know all the all does it check all the boxes for does it check all the boxes for is it gonna do the job for her kind of stuff you know and it's like eh. yeah if we get there we get there then she can find out she doesn't need a preview no I, i i've honestly what i do actually now is i so buyers be worn I share them with my friends and say look what I got last night you know a picture of this and we started a joke like okay we're gonna and my one of my really best friends she bless her heart has her um phone on like mega you know magnified and so and she works in a building you know I was like I'm gonna send her this right now I was like oh no what if she's in a building like in a meeting and like this shows up but i wrote a whole blog about it i'm like boys keep it in the pants until you get to know the pretty you know much I mean? or like if you define that you're just gonna hook up you know save it for the hookup right kind of thing like, you know define what you want i remember um what friends told me to do after divorce they're like just go out and have fun don't think anything of it but I have some friends that go immediately into new relationships and I'm like, I don't think that's yeah. a good idea. Well, the whole, Wait. like, the whole, like, go and have fun basically translate, go and sleep around and get yours that you haven't been getting for the duration right. of your marriage, assumedly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty much, yeah. One of my friends and I, I'm not going to say the word on the this podcast, but yeah, go have a parade. And, yeah. um, you know, then you'll figure out what you want and what your standards are. So, yeah, I mean, it's right. You're right. You're just like, okay, do it, sleeping around. And people are like, oh, I would never do that. Oh, my God. And, and mostly coming from married friends. I'm like, yeah. it's a whole new, <clears throat> excuse me, it's a whole new world out there. Yeah. And when I was dating, you, it wasn't, wasn't like this, you know. Well, and you're not dating for the most part to have kids with someone. No, you know, and that's something like, and then merging families is a whole nother segment of if you are dating somebody, are your kids going to get along and how's that going to work? Yeah. So is it, is that something like, I've wondered this for most women who do have kids who are divorced or single parents, single moms, you know, and they start dating a man who, or they start dating, they're like beginning of dating. Are those thoughts like in a woman's head, like very early on? Like, are they thinking about these things? Like, if this works out, are, how are we going to make this? How are we going to merge? How are we going to do this? How is this going to look later kind of thing? I think a lot of people on both sides of the, you know, men and women. Because I can speak for men. Like, it's a 100% thing. Like, maybe it's just me because maybe I'm just more like in tune than some men because of my career and what I do for work. I get it from a different sure. perspective. I see a lot of broken families. I see a lot of trauma. I see a lot of bad. So I see it in that lens where it's like, I want to think about this and start, like, I want to see, is there a path with this person in all these ways early on? If I don't see a clear path there, then, you know, obviously the path with this 
this one, this woman is probably just going to be very short term, shallow, yeah. and yeah. probably more physical than anything kind yeah. of thing. And I, you know, for me, it's the timing too of mm -hmm. when you start to think about when you're going to introduce your kids. Some people will do it right off the bat. I don't, it's like, I'm like, mm. I, I'm, I, the first person I did, I probably did it way too soon. Um, and it in, didn't end up in a good situation. Um, however, since then, I have not discussed dating with them. You know, they asked me, the girls, you know, are you going out? Do you have plans or, you know, whatever, or who do you like? You know, and I'm like, mm -hmm. it's not like that anymore because, you know, I make myself get out of the house a couple times a day to go to a coffee shop or do something mm -hmm. in hopes of maybe I'll meet somebody. Maybe, <laughs> you know, yeah. I don't know. I mean, you just, as at this, time in our lives it's just so different on the standards that you want and again you're not dating to have build additional family members um yeah. at least most people aren't and yeah, then no it's like i'm i'm not the only exception to that for me is because i still am young enough my biological clock is still pretty intact i'm healthy kind of things yeah. like that i'm not worried about my fertility or anything um more so is if I date a woman, start dating a woman who doesn't have kids and wants to. Yes. That's a yes. big difference compared to a woman that might have one. Well, it's like, if you have one, I have two, that makes three. We yeah. have one more, that makes four. Yeah. Four equals a three. Four, five, and then yeah. we go. Four equals a three, a three row car. Yeah, right. I don't want that. Um, yeah. Right. Both of my kids are almost in booster seats and grown up yeah. enough to where I don't even need the big car seats anymore. We're almost just in the boosters with the backs. In You're almost months. in the clear, man. I'm almost in the clear. We're out of diapers. Both of them, my youngest one's been potty trained since she was like 18 months. Perfect. And I'm just like, uh, but also yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to deal with someone else's kids, <laughs> like not in a bad way. You know, I know, but it's like, I, know. I don't like, it's just, it's so hard. Like, yes, she's, she's great. And your kid's probably great, but it's yeah. like, that's so much more to think about. That's so much more stress. Like, yeah. And how, are they going to hate you right off the bat? Yeah. Or how are they, they going to feel towards me? Are they going to be accepting? You know, yeah. are they going to think so I'm replacing their dad? Because it's like, I'm yeah. not, it's like how involved, well, that depends. And then how involved is the other parent? kind of right. thing because it's like if there's no dad involved like that's going to be an instant connection kind right of thing and that's right. you know worrying as well because it's like I don't want this kid to get too attached you know well and that that is I've heard of that happening so many times the kids mm -hmm. get attached <clears throat> and then it's yeah. a, another loss for them exactly. so that's why I'm so conscientious of who next time I'll date I'm not dating anyone now um, because it's, I, I just like produce content out of the dating sites. Um, and everybody, everybody you see is on the same, all the sites, it's all on the same it, sites. Like I remember when I was on the sites, I had like five or six different apps. I had Tinder, Bumble, uh, oh. Stir, um, oh. plenty of fish match. And it's funny because like, I would match with someone on one mm -hmm. that I didn't match with on another one. Yeah. And it's like, okay, so what's different about this is the exact same profile, the exact same pictures. So 
So why wasn't I cool here, but I'm cool here. Yeah. And the alg algorithms, like how are they matching you? And why do people have to show their big fish on their pictures? The I men. Don't, I don't show fish. I don't show fish. That's not me. <laughs> I love like that and in the bathroom or at the gym. I'm yeah. like, guys. Actually, I don't have any of those pictures. Like mine are just like outside of me, like on hikes and stuff. Like when I have yeah. like. I would be outside on hikes or I'd be out in a field. I would be on a mountain or something like that. Like I, or I would be in my car or something, but it's like, that's my rule. I'm like, no fish, no mirrors, no gym, no kids. I'm like that for me, I'm like, nope, left, you know, like that's not going to happen. Those mm -hmm. are because I'm going to end up with a picture I don't want in my inbox. True. Yeah. And, <laughs> and sites like stir, like I think match does a really good job. I think they just, they want them. They've over monetized. Like yeah. with their subsidiaries like Match and now Stir and things like that, where it's like really hard to like, it takes a lot of time. Like, it well, takes... it, and somebody mentioned it's a numbers game. It is. Well, and that's all it, it is. It's a numbers yeah, game. And, I've said that ever since I was in college. Yeah. It's just, okay, let's swipe right and see who talks to you. I mean, and my biggest thing is like it, dating has become so elementary where it's like, basically you're checking yes or no on a box pretty if much. you like these <laughs> pretty much <laughs> you know? and it's like it's exactly what you said it's a it's a numbers game that's it that's all it is it's kind of yeah. just like one in 20 or one in 10 or however you know it is is gonna be like yeah. oh cool you know yeah well and you know and I'm, then sure I ask it's, I'm sure it's different for you being you know in your late 40s um yeah. I'm sure there's a lot of younger men who are like, oh, hey. Yeah. And then I'm like, how low do you go? Because I like, I have a really good friend who's 49 dating a 25 year old. And I'm like, really? That's a little bit of a gap. You could be her father, you know? And yeah. <laughs> just, you know, so like, how, yeah, somebody asked, how low do you go? I was like, probably 38 is like my lowest, mm. you know? Um, to, that's 10 years difference though mm -hmm. for me so yeah. that's still pretty broad and they might not have kids and I'm not definitely not having any more kids so mm. you know it's like what do they want yeah it's, it's all about what you want and you have to but at the same time you can't be too clear about what you want and right you gotta play thing. the game you gotta play yeah. the game it's like I don't I, I don't even I don't even care I'm I'm just like straight up like Granted, I haven't used apps in five, almost six months now um, yeah. because I just haven't wanted to. I kind of gave up on all that back in like yeah. November of like last year, six months now. But uh, it was just like, I am done. Like I'm not yes. like now if I meet someone, it's going to be some magical sweep me off my feet kind of way, you know, yeah. um, and or I'm going to have to be set up with someone. Yeah, well, and I've started to ask around, like, do you know anybody? Because, you know, that's, it's, where, I'm at. <laughs> that's where I'm at. I mean, yeah. and, and I wrote something recently about how people kind of forget about you when you're divorced. Yes. I don't know. Like, yeah, they don't, don't really. One. It's just like, okay, they're not together anymore. Do we want to be, you know, do we want to invite them to this party where there's other singles? Or I mean, it's just. There's so many things. It's like, yes, and invite I, me. Just invite me. Yeah. Invite like, me. I might say no, but just, I just want the invitation. Yeah. And some people are like, oh, you're going to go by yourself? I'm like, 
Yeah. So I made it's like I do everything by myself. I do everything by myself now. (laughs) Yeah. So why wouldn't I? Yeah. Um, But, you know, it's a really somebody told me that years ago that before I even thought I was going to get a divorce, um, that people forget about you. You'll be surprised. And I'm like, really? And they, they were like, yeah, they just stop inviting you to parties and they stop, you know, doing these things. And I'm like experiencing that now because all the girlfriends that were in my, like, we're all going through it at the same time Mm -hmm. are are off dating in serious relationships, you know? So I'm like, yeah, there's me. You feel like you're behind sometimes too, you know, it makes you feel like they're behind the eight ball. It's like, Oh, well, this person moved on, my ex moved on, my friends moved on, yeah. and then there's me. I haven't done anything. I've dated yeah. and nothing worked, and here I am just kind of floating. Yes. Um, you know, I'm just this, this space. I mean, for me, I'm just like, I. it's been like two years. It's like my ex moved on very quick, but that was the situation, if you catch my drift there. Um, yeah. And, you know... And now for me, it's like two years later. It's like I've had some things that I've gotten close. I had one recently that, you know, still kind of figuring that one out, the whole thing there. But overall, it's just kind of been a lot of swings and misses, a lot of swings yeah. and misses, and a lot of just shallow things like, eh, whatever kind of thing. And I hate the word ghosting. And I'm, you know, a huge advocate of people not doing it. But then I end up, like I've done it recently and I feel so bad. <laughs> I'm yeah. like, eh, well, it's not going anywhere. So yeah, I'm done. But at the same time, it's just like, just, you know, what would you, you got to remember what you would want in that same aspect, you know, like I would want them just to tell me straight up, like, Hey, I'm not interested. I don't see this going anywhere. Um, and that's what I usually do. And this was, yeah. these were different situations. Grand, and yeah, so, granted, the situation is going to be different. If they're sending you stuff, then that's, you know, Rightfully, I'm so like, it should yeah, just be blocked and yeah, I'm gonna block you here. Yeah, I'm done. <laughs> yeah, and never speak to you again. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just it, again different world, different types of dating, and you know, somebody I met on an airplane. He was talking. He's like, I had to finally open my like distance to all the East Coast, and I ended. He ended up finding his wife on match and yeah you have to really expand to like hundreds of thousands of miles away to make that connection and then how do you go how do you have time to go through all those people i don't know but But, how do you have time to you know figure this out and talk to all these people it's just it's it's exhausting it's so exhausting and then they're like why aren't you answering and i'm like i've got my kids you know i have a life (laughs) yes i'm busy yeah um and if you're, you've never met them, it's hard to just keep that conversation flowing, mm-hmm. you know? And that's the thing. It's like, people want to text forever. And I'm like, it's like, oh, it's, it's, oh, I'm just like, call, can I call you? Can I call yes, and talk to you just... like a normal person? Like I can do other things with my hands. I have headphones, I have AirPods. I can do other things yeah. and multitask. Otherwise and... you're like text, text, you know? And I'm like, I can't text all day. <laughs> no. Like that's something it's not i mean once you're in a relationship that might be you know doable but in the early stages and you haven't even met someone no it's not not gonna get me anywhere no so no anyway (laughs) but erin it's been a pleasure talking to you any last like tips of advice or you know tips or advice that you would give a recent divorcee 
um, with kids, going through the divorce, life after the divorce, dating after the divorce, or any anything that we talked about today. Any advice for divorcees, other than going and reading your blog, because your blog is fantastic. So okay, thank you. Yesterday's was <laughs> yesterday's was a little spicy. I know. Yesterday was a I little was spicy. Like I was like, wow, she's in a mood today. Uh, <laughs> I got to spice it up every once in a while. I want to see the picture and everything. Yeah. I was like, I got my eyes caught the picture. I'm like, oh, I'm going to go read this one. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I know. And my parents, you know, get the, you know, emails. I'm like, oh, well, you know, it's just about the fact that I've heard of different situations. Um, and maybe I've been in different situations. So yeah. um, the I would say the advice I would give for a new divorcee is find a group. Find somebody to talk to, whether it's a friend that's getting divorced, have a co-pilot because you're going to have your moments and you're going to cry and break down at the most odd times that you never thought would happen. Um, be honest with your kids, but not too honest <laughs> because they don't need to know everything that's going on in your life, especially when it comes to a divorce. Um, not that you want to hide stuff from your children, but I think it protects their feelings a bit. Um, the day, uh, the dating world is different. It's yeah. not easy. Mm -mm. It, and it don't expect to just find someone and every single man and woman are on, they're all on the same sites and they're all using the same pictures. Yeah, and I'm and still seeing. Yeah. And we're all in love with the idea. We're all like in love with the hope. We're all in love with the hope and the idea. Cause we, there's still a part of us that wants to, to be back in that situation, but in a lasting yeah. thing, we want to do the different things. We want to, you know, show, prove to ourselves, you know, we want to take that last step in our healing, like show that I am different. I did change. I am changing. It's like, I'm in love with the the hope. I'm in love with the idea of this person. I'm, I'm in love with the idea of what this person can be. I'm in, I'm in love with the idea of what life can look like kind of thing. Yes. And you get kind of, you get kind of, you get that television, you know? Well, and I have, you know, friends, my mom has a couple of friends that they had just found like in their second and th or third marriages, the love of their life. And, um, you know, I, one thing that really hit me in the last week, I watched the Judy Bloom documentary okay. and she has been married and divorced twice and then found her love of her life and they've been married 40 years wow. and yeah. And it's like, wow, that can happen. And, you know, mm -hmm. so those little moments can give you hope and, you know, it's like, I just want to travel and I want to, mm -hmm. yeah you know, it would be great if I could do that all the time, but got to work. Um, but at the same time, you know, yes, we're all in love with that hope that there's going to be someone out there because mm. nobody wants to, but you get used to being alone when you're divorced and you're like, you okay, do. I don't have kids. It's kind of nice. Yeah. Like, love them. Love I'm ready em, for but... 7.30. <laughs> I know. But do you like those days where you don't have the kids? you know, and it's just quiet and you don't have work and you don't have anything going on. You're just like, man, you, you have that thought once that's like, yeah, this would be nice to share the space with someone. But then you're like, fuck that. Like, this is nice. Yeah. This is me time. Like, I'm going to kick it. I'm going to play video games. I'm going to write. I'm going to, yeah. I'm going to chill. I'm going to swipe. I'm going to do whatever the frick I want right now. Oh yeah. I know. I, I, yes. 
I have all of those thoughts (laughs) and I'm like, I can watch the cheesiest movie if I want or the scariest movie if I want, you know, whatever I want without anyone asking me to share with them. Exactly. Nobody's picking from my plate. Exactly. (laughs) So exactly. And I'm ordering out because I don't want to cook. Hey, and no one, you don't have to, you only are ordering for one. Well, I order for two because I'm hungry, but uh, yeah. Well, you know, I'm like, it depends on the moment if I I've had a workout and I'm like, I went that, 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 yeah. All of it, all the above. Um, all of but, the above. But Aaron, again, thank you for your time today. Uh, go yeah, ahead and tell absolutely. all my peoples where they can find more of you. Okay. Thank you. I appreciate it. It's been fun. And then where can the people find more of you? They can find more of me on divorceadish.com, um, on Instagram, and Facebook. Um, the book's available on Amazon. It's being converted to an audiobook. So you'll have that opportunity. Lots of new content, some content that's not even out there. Nice. So look for that to come probably in June. Oh, as soon as that yeah. audiobook's available, let me know because I'm an audiobook connoisseur. So I know a lot of yeah. my audience, a lot of the a lot of the indie, a lot of the people listening to indie parenting po- podcasts love their audiobooks yeah. because we just don't have time to sit down and read an actual book. I know. Uh, so, and, and I think I realized as people were begging for the paperback, and then now the paperback will, is going to be triple the size. So, um, but recorded. Yeah. So no, that'll be awesome. It'll be. Yeah. So yeah. you can laugh while you're driving. Oh, I, that's my favorite thing to do. I love listening to audiobooks. They're great. But again, Aaron, thank you so much for coming on. I appreciate yeah, you. I uh, appreciate your insight here. And yeah, thank you guys all for listening. We'll be back with you guys next week. One more thing. One more thing. We really hope that you enjoyed that. That was a lot of fun kind of fun to record before we head on out you might remember jason brick safe with family on the block well he just had his book published blueprint safe family on the block blueprint it's amazing i got an advanced copy it was great but when he was on and when we bring him on again we're going to talk more about this last time he was on jason mentioned and he mentioned about school shootings a controversial topic. It's a hot button topic here in our in our United States that we live in. If you're living out and about international, thank you for listening. Probably applies to you too. It could help. And you know, we realize it's a problem that's not going away. We figured someone should make a course so parents like us can learn how to keep our kids and help make our kids safer. Because I mean, Congress isn't doing anything about it. Police and schools aren't doing much. So it's up to us. So Jason went and had to build a course, and he's offering it to all of my listeners at a discount. To learn how to assess your school shooting plan, how to learn what your child is capable of in case of emergencies, and the best responses to different shootings in different schools, and how to talk with children about it without scaring them. It's a great course, and Jason's a good guy, so you know it's coming from a good source. And we're putting our voice behind it, because we think it's a great, high-quality product. Use the coupon code YOUNGDADS, that's Y-O-U-N-G-D-A-D-S, in the link in the description, or head over to SaveHisFamilyOnTheBlock.com, use it over there. Both are good to work. And you can thank us later, and we really hope you enjoy, and it's a great way that you can support your favorite podcast.
Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the podcast. We sincerely appreciate you being here. We sincerely appreciate you listening all the way until the end. Hope you enjoyed this episode. We sure had fun recording it. Make sure you head over to the website, fallboymedia.com. You'll be able to see all the amazing things we have going on, the projects, the podcast, the blogs, all the fun stuff we have going on over there. You can also check out that link tree in our in our description on every single episode. That takes you to our deals, to the website, to the podcast, and gives you all the ways to like, rate, and subscribe, and everything that you could want to do. Make sure that if you're listening on Spotify, you stop for a moment, go ahead and drop us those five stars. If you're on YouTube, hit that subscribe button for me. Like the video, comment, and share. If you're on Apple, leave a five-star rating and leave a review for us to read in our next show. Any other platform, make sure you rate, review, comment, and share the podcast with a friend. Because I know you have friends that you want to share this with. Lastly, make sure you go and follow us at Young Dad Pod on YouTube, Instagram, Twitter. We cannot wait for all that's to come. <laughs>